0: From the Figgus Studios, it is Weekend Geek Update. Smurf here, along with my sponsor and happy-go-lucky pink-headed little mischief maker, <laughs> Susie Qs.
1: Hello, hello, <laughs> <laughs> mischief maker. You are a
0: mischief maker. You've got and you've got some impressive Doc Martins today. You're sporting the Hello Kitty Doc Martins, which makes me it makes it fills you with joy.
1: I'm so thrilled that my high school fashions are back. Because you know, I'm not. I'm not. This great. is what
0: you wore when you were in high school. Right, right. Okay. Uh,
1: I'm not very fashionable anyway. But the fact that all of my old clothes have come back into style—flannels and those huge pants and and docks, and that makes me so happy. Now I look like I'm really cool.
0: You weren't cool before. No. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I mean back in the day, I guess, you know, nerds, you know. Yeah. I guess I yeah. guess people frowned upon it. So what do you think of the new the new the new spread?
1: I love it. This table is gigantic. We've been your old table was much smaller, so we've been kind of all bunched. Huddled up. around each yeah. other. Yeah. And so now it seems like you're way far away across the room. Hello.
0: Hello. I am a bit away away. We have had one interview on here so far with the new table. and it's sturdy as all hell. It's got metal.
1: I mean what are you what are you up to here? What what is your you plan know for this that table is, that, that is it needs to be so sturdy?
0: Excellent question. <laughs> I don't know. But it is stylish. It is from Bar Louis actually.
1: Oh, it's very nice.
0: Yes. So I, I don't we'll see what else kind of nonsense we can add to the table. Now I feel like there's not enough stuff on here. Right. Before we, there was, now there's like no. no we need
1: really. to get little tchotchkes. and
0: I don't know. I'm not a chotchkey person. I don't know, maybe. Okay, I guess I can't say that with a display <laughs> I mean, case full of as, statues. As I gesture and...
1: around the room. Uh, hey, say. those
0: toys are for openings, okay? Those those are not staying here. They have spaces. <laughs> they have spaces dedicated in my house. <laughs> not that that's any better. Right.
1: In your in your tchotchke-free zone. In my
0: tchotchke-free zone. Actually, wall-free zone is more like it. <laughs> got no walls ah uh, so while we were away while I was away it's been a week went and saw Halloween kills which was good I, I mean I really I mean as much as I, I I'm almost surprised to say that because you get into i mean it's it's Halloween season right all the horror films and everything are coming out and I'm excited to 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 get in on it. But I don't know why Mrs. Doubtfire on network television is considered a horror film, but okay. No, I no. don't know.
1: I was just so as you know, I'm not a horror fan at all, but we right. saw we saw the commercials for it the other night, and I looked at Jeremy and I was like, poor Jamie Lee Curtis. She's been terrorized by this guy for 50 years. Like when <laughs> how many times does she have to kill this guy before he's gone?
0: There have been so many reboots, and I brought this up on a couple of podcasts ago of just that I've lost count. I don't know how many different ways michael has has been killed slain, or otherwise. I know Jason's been shot into space uh Michael has done the tours around the town, I guess i mean he's just he's just in the one one town, so right this poor town, I think everyone would just be like, "Fuck off, we're moving <laughs> we're
1: just going we leaving leaving
0: so it it was funny because um. Anthony Michael Hall, I think. Okay. He's in it. Um you remember from uh uh Weird Science?
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, he's one of the principal characters. He's one of the survivors from the original slaying. Right. And um it, and it's just so funny when you get the town mentality like evil dies tonight, evil dies tonight. <laughs> and the people just follow blindly. This poor guy that e- escaped the asylum the same time Michael did gets confused as Michael. So you have the entire town chasing down this poor oh mental mental patient. I mean, yeah, the guy's a little off, but what happened to him was just not necessary. And, of course, all the angry pitchfork you know, cross burning right. people are chasing him down, and
1: oh, not cross burning <laughs> people. That's a whole different genre. There. Oh yeah, you're right. I think you mean torches.
0: Torches, yes. <laughs> cross burning.
1: Do, do they wander into a
0: clan meeting? <laughs> <laughs> they did. <laughs> it's, it's a mentality you feel. You're like Jesus Christ. <laughs> so oh, I'm, the film is good it really is and uh, you get this interesting perspective because jamie lee's character's cur- character um has had a daughter right whose life has been ruined by her fear of her brother and michael being insane and then of course she had a child and the little girl is you know now part of the 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 horror and right. oh the horror <laughs> And it's just. It's just so strange, but it's so. It's so captivating. There are. It's not horror. It's not scary. It's just a slasher film. I mean, and lots of gruesome deaths there are some great kills. We even get a classic, you know, Thumbs in the Eyes. I like that. Ah. That was great. Uh, so all in all, I I did, I did like the film. It was well put together. And we get this, like, parting monologue from uh, Jamie Lee Curtis as they start running down why Michael is the way Michael is. And the fact is that we none of us know why Michael is the way he is. So, uh, just except for he's he's just evil. All right. And evil does what evil does. Well, and, and that's you can't, true. And e- obviously, evil didn't die that night.
1: <laughs> well, it never does, though. Because how many how many does this make? It's like is it ten?
0: Oh, it's more. It's got to be more than that. At I this mean, point, it's just I mean, in this new relaunch kind of thing, I think this is three. I think i don't know Huh? i've lost like i said i have lost track between this one and the jason films i i couldn't even tell you anymore no idea
1: yeah i've just never been into it i've seen i've seen the first nightmare on elm street uh back when i was in high school and that was really funny um because if you remember the first person to die in that film is called tina and yeah. you know uh jason's like tina Tina, well, there was a girl called Tina in our group, and she was, I needed her to move so I could stand up just at that scary time, <laughs> and so Jason's like, Tina, Tina, and I'm like, Tina, 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 and <laughs> so that's it, that's the wow. sum total of my slasher film Okay, uh, I think repertoire. that's a great
0: story, though, because Tina's probably scarred for the rest of her life, sorry, Tina. <laughs> Years of therapy later.
1: Right, she, right.
0: She can finally go back to a theater.
1: <laughs> no one can whisper her name.
0: The throes of ecstasy, Tina.
1: Ah! Oh my God, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry.
0: That is absolutely fantastic. <laughs>
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, what else? So this last weekend, if you missed it, DC did its DC fandom. Fandom? Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know what's going on there.
0: There is a lot of stuff going on there. They landed just about everything they possibly could in regards to... Trailers. Um there are a couple ones that stood out to me. The one that was the lamest, of course, was Flash because Ezra Miller is just what is wrong with Ezra Miller?
1: Don't talk bad about Ezra. I love Ezra.
0: He's just so is he supposed to is he normally that awkward? Or does he not know how to speak in public?
1: He knows how to speak in public. Maybe he was just having an off day. I will not. I love Ezra. I w- at, when I worked at Tatter Cover full time. Yeah. I worked with his dad, um, Bob Miller, at Flatiron Publishing, and so I-, I will defend that to the ground. I love <laughs> Ezra. Maybe he was just having an awkward day. Maybe he just got off a plane. Uh, Maybe
0: I don't know. It's just so like weird how he's how he's speaking and introduces like the little clip that we get, and it's just kind of like. I don't know. Just Every, odd. Everybody
1: has an awkward day. Everybody has an awkward day, and you know you're lucky that when you're having an awkward day, people usually aren't filming it. So just,
0: I don't know about just that. Just put
1: that in your pocket there's and carry some, it with there's you. There's
0: some moments Wands <laughs> captured that are just not meant for people to see.
1: Uh, I I think that's all it was. Ezra's usually very charismatic. Uh, I
0: I mean you, he's got a great smile and he's very. Excited about The Flash, and I would say that I'm kind of excited about The Flash, especially with Michael Keaton, and they give us kind of this great teaser for Keaton's Batman's return. Maybe he just had a
1: fan moment. You know, sometimes...
0: I don't know how I would handle meeting Michael Keaton.
1: Right, because we all have a fan moment where, even though maybe we're normally very calm and composed, or at least hide it better, you just hit this threshold... Uh, like me last week, where you just can't – you just can't anymore, and you're so excited, and, and you're squealing, and you're being awkward. And I, I'm going to say that he was having an awkward day or he was having right. a fan moment. Maybe he was. And I'm not going to let you talk bad about him. All
0: right. I'm not talking bad. <laughs> I'm just saying that – and he also said they're, like, in the midst of filming it and – it, it was it was very interesting, and it was just kind of like one of those, he wasn't sure what to say, he was just kind of piecing it together.
1: Well, if they're still filming, he may it be is. stuck behind a huge NDA and stuff like that, so maybe he was struggling to think of what to say maybe. when he can't reveal spoilers.
0: It's possible. The other trailer that landed, speaking of Batman and Michael Keaton, we get uh, the sparkly vampire Batman in Rob Patterson. And what is basically year one, and if you're a Batman fan or a comic book fan, this is very, very significant. This is impressive.
1: That is going to, those Twilight movies are going to haunt Patterson for For the the rest rest of his life. Oh,
0: yeah, they'll chase him to his grave. I
1: mean, it wasn't, it starts with not being great material. And for not being great material, he does his best. And I'm sure Kristen Stewart is a good actor, but that was not the vehicle for her. So she's... Not giving anybody anything to play off of and I mean the only good the only good person in those movies is Anna Kendrick because she's always good. She is. So she's yeah. just
0: the the rainbow to everyone's right. cloudy day.
1: So he's got Edward hanging over his head. Batman fans are rabid. And unforgiving.
0: Very unforgiving. <laughs> They're much like Bronco fans that, you know, they they just they just don't as soon as you're part of the team, right? You be, you better perform or else right. you're out.
1: So that's gonna be that's gonna be a big weight to carry around.
0: I think so, but during the fandom they did talk about some very interesting things. One is that he, he actually suited up in the Val Kilmer. Bat suit. He tried that on. I didn't even think that thing was still around.
1: No, nor did I.
0: Uh, so he was in that. And it, this story really. And Patterson is very well spoken during the interview. Yeah. And he he talks directly to this being a very unrefined, very angry, um, undisciplined Batman.
1: You know, I, that's when I love Batman the most, is when he's completely unhinged. Yes. I, You know, his moral code is loose at best, and when he just goes over that cliff, it's... Like I a mean, fuzzy sweater.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, who
1: doesn't love Grant Morrison and Frank Miller Batman, where he's just, just insane?
0: Just off the rails. Yeah. So the trailer is actually... I would say it is a very good trailer, it, it, and it really leads to Patterson showing off as an angry Batman. Because let's face it, he can pull off brooding. Yes. Very well. Yes. Uh and he's got angry down. He's got angry face. Right. So seeing him in the pat the bat suit and everything is uh, I hate to say it. It looks it looks good. I my interests are peaked.
1: Right, right. Well he can outbrood the best of he can outbrood David Boreanas. Oh I mean, yeah. frankly easy. He, he can outbrood well Val Kilmer is a good brooder too, so he could he could go one for one with Val.
0: Maybe that's why they gave him his right? suit here. Also, isn't
1: Robert Patterson taller than Val Kilmer? I mean That I don't know. Not to stir the pot or anything, but how does how do you make that I don't latex know. suit fit if you're if it was custom made for somebody
0: exactly and i mean it breaks down over time i mean it, it's it's you know latex and rubber you, and all of that <laughs> so you think he
1: got home and he was like god i've got val kilmer's batman suit stuck in my, in my hair
0: <laughs> i got kilmer all over me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, that, that is dirty. So the trailer is great. There, there's this awesome war, road warrior scene where he's taking the Batmobile, which looks like a Camaro, through this flaming wall and jumps over. And I mean, yeah. it looks. I I was like, son of a bitch. <laughs> I really, I really didn't want to like jump on the bandwagon for this one, but after the trailer, it looks pretty good. And right. they got um the guy that played Schmiegel. Uh,
1: Andy Circus.
0: Yes. He's Alfred. <laughs> is he really? He is Alfred oh and the voice of reason. And I don't know if it's just that when something comes out of someone with an accent like that, it just makes it sound wise. But, I mean, Andy just is, like, on point as Alfred. Just, like, wow.
1: It's funny that you mentioned that about accents because a good accent will lead me astray every single time.
0: Sure, I want to light that on fire. Every
1: yeah, every damn time. I'll Uh, drink that. Right.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, How did you resist Neil Gaiman again?
1: Well, I'm I've already got somebody. (laughs) He's got. I mean, you didn't drive off in the car with him. He wasn't. It was midnight, and I was tired. Yeah, no
0: good decisions happen after midnight. Right, Right. Right. I'm with you. All right, just checking. You yeah. don't have to explain that. Yeah. I'm just laughing.
1: I mean, I've, I, I've literally run away from home with people just because they spoke in a British accent.
0: <laughs> Forward my mails and my Doc Martens here.
1: Right. Uh, I'll be back later. Yeah. So I get it. I get it. Uh,
0: but he does. Andy sounds like. Andy's amazing. Great. I mean, I already loved him as an actor. I thought he was great as Claw.
1: I that was incredible. I my whole life never thought we'd see Ulysses Claw on screen anywhere because he's kind of a
0: he's C League at best, yeah.
1: And then here he is, and he's so gross and so terrible, and all of the things that Ulysses Claw is supposed to be, and that South African accent loved it. He's so great,
0: yep. So it's worth it. The last trailer that we'll talk about. Uh, for the movie side is the Shaz or not Shazam, <laughs> the Black Adam trailer, and I—that's kind of
1: a deep dive too.
0: Black Adam, yes and no. I, this had more backlash from the fans than I honestly expected because because the Rock. Evidently, people don't like the Rock.
1: Who doesn't like The Rock?
0: I don't know, but there's, like, a lot of people. Because Rock makes the statement this is a, is a passion project and he was he was born to play this role. Right. And after seeing the trailer, I would have to fucking agree. But um, Black Adam, I don't know if is a deep dive as much. Uh, I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. I've been aware of the Black Adam for ages.
1: We're not good.
0: We're I know not we're good not judges good judges that. Because is, I know. we've
1: been getting comics since we were kids. but. Yeah. I mean, he looks good in the picture. I don't know. I think I I'm I've always been more Marvel than DC with the exception of Batman. Right. And uh the Teen Titans cartoon on Cartoon Network cuz I love that show.
0: <laughs> Teen Titans in <clears throat> season 4 they're doing now too. Right, right. But anyway, continue.
1: Um so The whole D.C. extended universe doesn't appeal to me at any level. I'm sorry. Please don't inbox me on that. You're you're free (laughs) to like what you like. I don't like it. No
0: judgment here. Judgment-free zone.
1: So, I don't know. I feel like it's always been a day late and a dollar short, and I think I've said that before. D.C. always
0: seems to be missing the mark.
1: Yeah. And, you know, they've had problems with their TV shows, the production, injuries. They totally changed Batwoman after one season.
0: Wow. Well, um, yeah, and I don't know how much that was DC's fault. I don't know how much that's Ruby Rose's ego. I, I mean, the stories still keep coming out of that that story that they change all of the time. So I don't even at this point know who to believe. Yeah, or the CW or, well, you know, whatever.
1: It just feels like, and, and if you're a fan, I don't. I don't mean to be insulting that's not no. what I'm going for here but it just it just never s- seemed to have caught the way that the MCU caught no and
0: <clears throat> so it's funny so you get the trailer and you get everyone introducing themselves, so we 've got Hawkman right. we 've got um Adam Smasher, of course uh, everyone 's introduced by Pierce Brosnan, who is uh Dr. Fate, who right. I never thought we would see uh, a characterization of dr. Fate, and he looks the part I mean he 's got the gold shiny helmet, and i 'm just like, "Wow, and he introduces it like even you know the ten years that he did Bond. He's never done anything like this. Just the magnitude that has gone into this. And even The Rock is like, I I have worked tirelessly to get this right where I want it. And it's more involving than anything else I've ever done. I I don't know how much I believe that. Because, I mean, you're you're talking about a wrestler who's used to putting on a show. Right. And then you've got, you know, all of the the Fast and Furious films that he's done and all of that. That's fine. But, I mean, the trailer... (laughs) He, he grabs this guy and electrocutes him to dust.
1: Oh my god.
0: It was awesome. <laughs> but I mean Black Adam is very he's very ruthless. I mean he's he's very he's very driven and angry and I'm just I'm really excited to see this.
1: So it's not an equal comparison, but do you think they drag out they drug out Black Adam to answer Marvel's Adam Warlock?
0: Uh it's not
1: quite it's not quite the same, but I don't
0: know. Maybe I, that one's a hard to. That's a because I mean, I don't know. I mean, the guy they got playing Adam Warlock, who I just I they've announced his name and I've avoided the story because I keep waiting for the rub that right, you know right. it's not Adam Warlock or it's Magnus or whatever. However, they're going to spin the story for the final installment for uh, Guardians, but I don't I don't know because there's so many other things in play with films and everything. DC's not layered like Marvel is, though. No, it's not. So, I don't know if it's more The Rock's schedule or funding or... No,
1: that's fair. That's What fair. it is. It just...
0: It does seem very <laughs> opportunistic, very coincidental.
1: Because they can bring this forward before Guardians comes out, it sounds like
0: potentially so, I, I don't know
1: and again it's not it's not quite an equal comparison Black no. Adam and Adam Warlock it just it, it from a marketing point of view, if you get the word Adam a d a m or a t o m out there first then mm-hmm. it's sort of like i got here first and i win and so th- the consumer will always be making that comparison even if they don't oh, really that's know that adam Warlock right, right. no that's the black adam so
0: i like that they're calling him the man in black i don't know how johnny cash would handle that but i'm like damn those are right. some shots fired right there
1: i i like Dwayne Johnson but he is not equal to Johnny Cash (laughs) no
0: not even close (laughs) neither's Black Adam sorry no 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 no. but I I, I'm excited to see it of course everyone that was like in the chat was like yeah this is his his passion project until the next one comes or you know he's so wishy-washy and flippy floppy and I don't know if that's true but anytime I've seen him like commit to something he really like Goes all in, so I don't, I don't really, I don't know what's, I don't, I don't know why the nerd forces are just like down his throat on this one.
1: Because we've been stuck at home for a year and a half.
0: Everyone's just angry,
1: right? We're just, we're just <laughs> tired, and the shows are opening up again, but it's, you know, we're, we're restarting a little bit slowly, and I think, I think that's all it is. Everybody's tired. We want to be back out. We want to be mm. at the shows. We want to be at the movies, at the fan signs. Uh, so I think that's all it is. Also, we're just not, we're not a nice group of people. We're not. We're we're
0: hangry most of the time.
1: There are individual nice people, uh, in, within the group, but you know, we're very, we're very picky. These things influence our lives in such a significant way that when they don't materialize the way that we expected them to, it can create some bad feelings and that's not fair or realistic, but that's what happens.
0: It's true. Uh, Speaking of events, we've got a couple of coming up. This Saturday is the Broadway Street Parade, which yours truly and a fleet of Ghostbusters will be walking down uh, Broadway starting at 7 p.m. And it runs till... Uh, eight or nine or however long it takes, 40-some people. I think it's 44. Yeah. We're 23. Oh, my gosh. And there's 44 total right. that will be in the the parade. Awesome. So come and support your local Ghostbusters.
1: Absolutely. Support
0: your local scientists. Bring your coat. Bring a coat. It might be cold. <laughs> I don't know. The weather is... We, every. La- I mean, the last few years that we've done this, we didn't do it last year because of the cancellations, um, but even the years prior, the weather has been... Suitable. All right. So it hasn't been horrible, but there've been some. There's been some close calls that you're like, okay, I'm starting to, I'm starting to get cold.
1: Right. Right. And
0: the last thing you want is to be cold with a proton pack, because then you're cold, miserable, and you're <laughs> lugging around this heavy piece <laughs> of plastic, and you're like, fuck my life.
1: Oh my god. Uh, I the know the one, things
0: you never think about when they're supposed to right,
1: right. Parading is so strange to me. Like. Let's watch everybody walk down the street single file and wave. Yay. Remember, elbow, elbow, wrist, wrist. Yes, or of your course. your arm will get tired. That's right. Uh, yeah, so definitely. We have
0: proton packs, though, so we can wave neutrino wands. <laughs> there are rules. <laughs> we can't throw things at the, the public, we can only hand things. So, candy <laughs> I and whatnot. Can't throw things. <laughs> I
1: can't throw things at people on the street. Yeah,
0: go figure. And this year, a new amendment. Try to keep the profanity down. Evidently, last year, there were some arguments <laughs> and some complaints oh from on Seers about profanity. Uh, so, please...
1: This is a family event, mister. <laughs> Watch your language. Keep
0: the cursing down to a minimum <laughs> or a lower tone.
1: Um, that is so funny. Isn't
0: it? I know it wasn't us because you can't hear us over the siren of the end.
1: Right, right.
0: And I know the Mario Kart people in front of us a couple years ago... They were a bunch of drunken hooligans because they're in like well, little mini carts right. and driving around and just <laughs> I'm Wario. Fuck off, you know, and like, Ooh, OK, do you
1: remember uh, that family guy spinoff, the Cleveland show? Yes. They lasted
0: was, all of like a season. Right. Yeah.
1: There was uh, a character, uh, the casually profane mayor. <laughs>
0: that is awesome uh, because
1: it was on network tv they bleeped him out all the time but i'm pretty sure i was um oh god what's his name he was uh not john ham in mad men the gray-haired guy what is his name
0: oh i know who you're talking about anyway that's that's who
1: did his voice and it was amazing and so you just reminded me of that because we're all a little bit casually profane. I've been I've been working on it because I don't know if my mom is listening to this or not. I oh. think she does. But my am sorry. Uh, no, that's all right. She's
0: probably uh, like, why do you
1: do that <laughs> podcast with that potty mouth <laughs> little bastard? Um. So I've been I've been trying to watch it. And there are kids in my life that are old enough to start repeating those words and. Uh, it's, it's some days are more successful than others, but I would love to see the Ghostbusters crew just wandering down Broadway, swearing up a oh storm. Oh, my God.
0: We've done <laughs> – okay, we haven't done that, but there have been times. I know we have not been at our public best, especially after – I mean, right now, w- this season is a little bit lighter than past seasons. Right. But we were doing events every night. We were at bars. We are at fundraisers. We are at haunts. You know, we're escorting we- – I know this really sounds doesn't sound bad, but we're escorting children through haunted, you know, haunted right. attractions right. Um, as a raid to raise funds. You know, right. y- you can go through the haunt, or you can have a Ghostbuster escort for five dollars, and the money, of course, goes to whatever benefit you know right. we're right. there for and you know, all that. Um, but I know at some point, one of us probably dropped like <laughs> multiple f bombs. It wasn't me because I don't I don't walk through. I don't do the walk. But I'll, I'll, you know, I'll right, promote and I'll right. hang out outside um, because I'll hit someone with, m- with my wand. No doubt about it. Like, ah, smack. Yeah. Well, there goes that. <laughs> Shit. Um, but I know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, you get a little bit longer into the season or someone jumps out and scares the crap out of you. And you know they're going to be coming, but you just don't, weren't expecting it. Right. So there's that. But we've done some events where we've probably had more bourbon than we probably should have. A couple cigars and, you know.
1: Right. Well, that's why I, um you know, I'm not a big drinker anyway. But I haven't been drinking at all during the shows because I'm so out of practice, <laughs> and I'm so awkward anyway. Um, I don't need my guard to be down because all then, right. you know, I'm standing in the aisle drinking beer and swearing at everybody, and, and yeah, not being your public best.
0: Yes, we're all,
1: we're all out of practice. We're all out
0: of practice. Speaking of like upcoming shows that hopefully that you are in practice for is the uh, fan expo Denver Woohoo! event uh, that is Halloween weekend. So I'm curious to see what the attendance is going to be uh, because I've done a con on Halloween years back in the day and it was a horror con. Right. And I honestly thought it was going to do better than it did. But this one goes in the record books is an absolute bomb. Uh, probably as bad, if not worse, than your Vegas con.
1: Oh, my God. That was horrible.
0: Because <laughs> um, I'm still oh getting, God. like, feedback from that con. And I think you got out lucky compared to what other people right. did. Because I'm getting more feedback, and it is just it is not pretty.
1: You know, I feel like they did their best, but their best wasn't uh, enough. Right. Um, and sometimes that happens. It sometimes does. you can do everything right, and it still doesn't work out. It just out. doesn't happen. Um, so yeah, for Fan Expo though,
0: Fan Expo has a very large budget. They do. Um and they've been promoting every day with different banners for I mean they're welcoming the cosplayers back. They are. Which uh, I know a lot of people, you know, year 3 or 4 when um Denver Comic Con enacted
1: those inane cosplay rules.
0: Yeah, and the cosplayers like, "Okay, well then Right. Peace out. Right. Uh, so that kind of ended that, and um, I mean, we're seeing like guests, voiceover actors. I haven't seen so much on the comic book creator side. It's
1: a tiny bit lacking there, or they've been holding back. I'm not sure. I mean, what's it's going a week out. There. Why
0: would you hold back at this point? Well,
1: I don't know, but it just
0: doesn't make sense. I mean, I get it. I, I guess, <laughs>
1: um, but you know, they're. There was a lot going on. New York Comic Con just happened. And, mm-hmm. and there's just, you know, maybe people can't commit right away. I don't know. It's I It's possible. Know. I am I'm going to tell you what I think in the longest way possible. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> but um, let's look it's at. a hell
0: of a warning. <laughs> right.
1: Let's look at what happened at the Colorado Renaissance Festival this year. They opened again okay. after being closed last year. Okay. Every weekend was a record attendance my friends that own a shop there made more this year than they have in the previous wow. history of their career there there were so many people there that i mean i just can't even communicate to you how many people there were at the colorado renaissance festival every weekend for the whole eight weekend run wow 16 days every day more packed than the last.
0: So, do you think it's just because people are jonesing to get out?
1: Absolutely,
0: yeah.
1: absolutely. Kay. We um, we didn't have a super strict stay at home order here, but we did have a stay at home order For and a very
0: outdoorsy community, right? Yes, because
1: right. uh, even you know I'm not an outdoor nerd, but there are outdoor nerds here. I mean, some of you guys are out playing golf and hiking and like being outside, and um, that's not, that's not me, but. People were desperate for things to do, right. and it's a loyal community here. Yes, it is. I mean, the cosplayers aside, those were. I, I'm not a big fan of skimpy cosplay, but I'm not going to tell you what you can do with your own no. body. That's not Whatever how you're I comfortable roll.
0: With by all means, please. Um,
1: you know, so I think that that I understand trying to make the show more family friendly, but when you alienate
0: an entire group, an entire
1: group of your core Groups. supporter, yeah. yeah. Well, So, I think, uh, you know, we closed the show on Halloween. Yes. That's, that's uh, a week from Sunday. So, I think it'll probably be a little light on Sunday afternoon. Lighter than normal.
0: Right. For Sunday.
1: <clears throat> also, they've um, they've capped the attendance to meet with uh, social distancing and things like that. So, we weren't going to see the full-scale attendance anyway.
0: Right. So, um, the question, and I wonder if they're just kind of like testing the waters because they're only doing three-fourths of the attendance. Right. Uh, And I don't think we're sharing the convention center with anybody that weekend, which will be like
1: new and unusual, new
0: and unusual. Because I think it's only one time that I can think of that Denver Comic-Con had the entire um, whole convention center to itself.
1: What I'm really hoping for Fan Expo is that they bring in professional security instead of that 9000 year old (laughs) lady perched on a (laughs) stool. I mean, I know some I know you just have to work regardless of your age, but who is that old lady gonna stop? I mean, if you knock her off her stool, she's gonna break a hip she's done right she's I mean a she's not gonna chase you she's ah. not gonna um, so i'm you know I'm looking forward to professional security because shall see. We shall see. I'm excited. I'm excited as wait. well.
0: I'm I'm very eager. Hopefully, um, Giancarlo right is, is responsive to my plea for an interview. Oh my gosh, he's he's the one that I really want to interview. Right. I, my hopes are are will most likely be dashed. Um, but he is the one that is the big one that I would really love to sit down and right. just and have a little little chit chat with. Not even long.
1: I. am yeah, I was making my, my list, my right. autograph request list, and he's at the top yeah. for sure. Well, and so. Katie
0: Sackhoff bailed, so well, I'm like, uh, all right, fine. I mean, I know she's been here Maybe before. she's
1: out there filming more Bo-Katan.
0: Uh, I, in fact, I got to I gotta put her figure back in the box because that right, is what right? I pulled out. I pulled out a Bo-Katan Black Series to have her sign. But
1: Awesome. I love so,
0: so much for that. But j- I've seen her at Starfest. I've seen right. her at Denver Comic Con. So I'm not, I'm not too upset. I know she will do the tour. She'll be on again again.
1: Yeah. Yeah, she will.
0: But she's married now. So, that Aww. you know, breaking the hearts of nerds everywhere.
1: <laughs> We're happy for you, she Katie. Is.
0: We are. It's just uh, not Carl Urban. She didn't marry Carl Urban. She? she married some other guy. What? Yeah.
1: I love Carl Urban. Oh, wow, Carl is great.
0: But, hey, what do we know? we're just yeah. would date Carl. Carl no, we can't. I wouldn't date Carl. You wouldn't?
1: <laughs> oh, he's so dreamy.
0: Really? Yeah. I mean, I can see it, but I, when you like go through like all the different films cuz I just watched uh Lord of the Rings again and he's one of the the horse riders. Yeah. He just changed his look swings so drastically.
1: It does. That, I think that's what makes I think that's what makes somebody a good performer cuz look at He's not quite at the same level as Gary Oldman, but he's
0: he's cr- he's, he's inching a that very direction. Good character actor, yes, and he
1: is, he is, and he goes for the look and he commits to the voice. I mean, look he at how totally good he is commits. as Bones and yes, yeah,
0: or Judge Dredd. I mean, I love his dread and the fact that he never took the helmet off,
1: right? Like right.
0: you know, Pretty Boy Stallone, right? Got a helmet face out. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I did.
1: Yeah, I love I love <laughs> Carl Urban. I uh, when Frank Miller came to TCC, um I was in that line to get my Batman comics autographed, of course. Of course. And, um, Carl Carl Urban was he here that.
0: I year think he maybe? was here that year.
1: I think I think so too. Anyway, he walked by and I got caught staring. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I got caught staring, and uh, I just wanted to die. I was so embarrassed. Who
0: caught you? He did. He
1: did. And then, like, what, the, did he say something? He he gave me a little wave and a little <laughs> wink. <laughs> and my friend, my friend was with me. My friend Adrian was standing in that line with me, and he's like, "Oh my God, you got busted by Carl Urban." And he just never lets me forget
0: it. Wow. Uh, and you know, I would wear that like a badge. I'd be like, "Damn straight, I got busted and I got waved at."
1: You know, I don't. I I don't embarrass easily, but I don't like to get caught like that. I don't like to get caught. Well, out, obviously,
0: like, you weren't trying to be sly. About drooling it.
1: on my shoe. Well, obviously, not, you weren't
0: sly, so right. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. But, well, you know, hey. and
1: then. Um, the aquabats were there
0: oh the aquabats and yeah, yeah, yeah. i
1: know the aquabats from way back and they were in their street clothes not in their bat uniforms and MC bat commander saw it too and so i've been getting a little grief mm. i got a little grief about that too but i mean carl urban is so dreamy he is
0: all right i mean i'd hang out with carl carl if you show you show back up in colorado I'd i'd, I'd hang out with you i'll bring the whiskey yeah, and He strikes me as a whiskey guy.
1: And he'd make me stay home, Carl. <laughs> he wouldn't would. let me in here to, dro- no. to drool on my shoes some more. No. Uh- <laughs> That's right. <now.
0: laughs> so not happening. Uh, speaking of not happening, Disney delays six MCU releases. Uh, dates are moved. Two movies on the Marvel slate are cleaned off as Disney goes a little, little nuts. Um, so here's the situation. And it's, it's no small surprise uh, that dates have moved. Doctor Strange, the multiverse of madness, um, is now moved to March 25th. And Thor is then moved to May 6th. And Black Panda. Black Panda. Black Panda. <laughs> Black Panda. <laughs> we are on you, it today. You must have a noodles, Po. <laughs> Poe, why won't you eat my noodles? <laughs> Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, uh, is now moved to July 8th. And Marvel's, the Captain Marvel movie, of course, now is November 11th. And that moves Guardians all the way to May 5th of 2023. And Ant-Man and Wasp, which is the one I'm really looking forward to, February 17th, uh, 2023. So basically, everything's just kind of shifted over. uh, Because Thor was originally supposed to be March 25th. I'm not surprised. Everyone's kind of trying to catch up. The movies that are still slated are Eternals, which is your your big go-to, and of course Spider-Man: No Way Home, which is under the Sony banner, uh, are still due to hit like they're supposed to.
1: I the Eternals will be the first movie I have seen in the theater since
0: oh, you're going to go see
1: 2019.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, they don't have an option for home viewing. It's a theater release only.
0: And you know, I'm kind of I'm kind of okay with that. I'm kind of ready for them to start only doing oh, like no, like I'm theater not. releases. Oh my
1: god! So I know that these things are, are the color, the sound, the, the the staging. I know it's all meant for the color. Yeah, they okay. choose the colors, especially for theater viewing. I get it that all these right. that the these movies are created for a theater experience. I freaking hate. The movie theater. I think it's gross. I always <laughs> thought it was gross. I've reached that point now that I'm, uh, you know, old. north of forty. N- old. Uh, <laughs> no, it's too loud for me. I. Oh my
0: p- god! Did you just really say it's too it's old? It's too
1: you? loud for me. It Shit. is my delicate little ears. Um. I can't handle the- it is. I just don't I don't enjoy the experience. I, I mean, you know, I'm kind of bonkers so I like, have this whole issue with public bathrooms and the popcorn always makes me sick to my stomach. And it's just the whole thing. I love to be at home.
0: The only one <laughs> that I really I really <laughs> I'll see both, but the one that I'm really I wanna see at home is Dune because it's just gonna be oh my s- God. <laughs> so freaking long. And I know my sound system <laughs> at home is better than any theater out there so that's fine but I want to be able to pause this film I want to immerse myself right, in right. it and enjoy it so I understand that aspect of it but I still want the to, to go and see it um, I had a wonderful date to go uh, see the James Bond film and that I, I wouldn't have imagined being any better at home than the, the theater and the experience and all that right, and right. it was a, it's I wouldn't say the best Bond film ever but it's it's damn good well you know
1: again it's an experience it's not an experience that I've ever enjoyed right I don't like sticky floors I don't like like they're
0: a lot cleaner now I mean I it's not like the 80s anymore
1: well I know it's just never it's <laughs> I went to the movies because that was the only way to see movies and right. I you know frankly I don't know if I've told you this I was so unbelievably excited. When not that people were getting ill, I'm not excited about the illness, but like I didn't have to hug anybody anymore. (laughs) I didn't have to shake hands and I didn't have to make up excuses for why I wasn't going to meet people places. And I'm just not um, I'm not not social, but I like being at home more. I like, you know, my indoor flip-flops and in my sweatpants and I like right. I like watching the movie with my little dog on my lap and having whatever food I want that won't make me sick and you know it's just like a whole <laughs> I just prefer to be at home I know that's not the way that the the directors and the writers and the, and the production people envision it um
0: I don't know because I'm kind of starting to think it doesn't really matter for them I think they just are churning out stories especially when you look at like the new trailer that hit for Hawkeye and the 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 budget obviously is there cuz I mean they're blowing shit up and and Hawkeye looks the most active since we've seen him in the first Avengers film. So, I don't I don't know if that's the case anymore cuz I think budgets are starting to kind of go more towards whatever they're going to get the biggest return out of.
1: Well, and I you know, I was talking to a, another friend about this the other day and they're like, "Oh, but little miss small business, what about the theaters?" Yeah, but we don't have what's, what's left here in Denver, the Mayan, the Esquire, there's another landmark theater like downtown, but that's it for independent theaters. There's no um oh, that one in Aurora. The oh,
0: that one that's over off of 6th and like Is it Peoria. the Elvis? Yeah, something yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah.
1: But you know I was in
0: everything else is a chain.
1: everything else is a chain. they're corporate chains, and so we've got Nicole Kidman doing commercials for a m c theaters like uh, 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 I get uh, it. Uh, Those uh, people uh, need to get a paycheck <laughs> they need to work, but um you know we're not we're not defending small business anymore by staying at home. You know we go to the when do you go to the Esquire, I go for Rocky Horror. I go to the Esquire that's the once only, a year.
0: the only reason I would go to the Esquire at this right. point or this stage in, in, in the game is... I
1: go to the Mayan when they're doing an anime film. Yeah? I mean, that's...
0: Um, what's the one that's over by the Brown Hornet? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if they're still showing original film. I, I, I don't know if they're right. even there anymore, to be honest with you.
1: So, you know, I don't... I don't I want people who want to work to go to work, but I don't feel like I need to pad AMC's pockets anymore. (laughs) I just want to watch TV at home. I just
0: want to be comfortable. (laughs) I want to wear my foofy pants and my fuzzy slippers. I
1: know. I have this. My um, horrible
0: bunny slippers.
1: Yeah. I have this giant hoodie. It's like a 5 or 6X hoodie, and it's got... Holy moly, that thing eats you. It's got, uh, like, unicorns on and things like that, and I just, like, wander around the house in that and my sweatpants, and, you know, if I wore that to the Alamo, they might not let me. (laughs) I just... They might not, I don't know. Yeah, I would just rather be at home.
0: (laughs) So, speaking of the, the trailer, did you watch the Hawkeye trailer?
1: I haven't seen Hawkeye yet. Um, we've been kind of bonkers. It's my mom's birthday today. Happy birthday, Mom. And we're getting ready for the show. And, and so I need to spend some time with the Internet and watch all these movie trailers. Um,
0: so here's the rundown. Clint Barton, who is being reprised, of course, by Jeremy Renner, heads to New York City to give his kids a fun Christmas. However, when enemies from his past is roan in return, Barton must work with a Hawkeye superfan, Kate Bishop, to take his enemies out and get back to his family in time for the <coughs> December holiday.
1: I love the Kate Bishop storyline so much. I think she's great, but doesn't it sound like a little? It sounds a little like Die Hard when you read
0: it like that. <laughs> Sponsored by Movie Phone. Right. I, you know, I don't know. There's so many different elements because it does reading, reading, watching the trailer. It does kind of feel like a uh, Die Hard, uh, Lethal Weapon esque kind of film. And I don't know if it's meant to be... Because when I see Jeremy Renner now, unfortunately, I see a lot of different characters meshing together. And I don't mean that on a negative part on Jeremy Renner, but, I mean, you've got Tag. Right. Which is... I mean, if you've never watched that film, watch it, because it is absolutely just a masterpiece. and it is, it is so good. It is actually really good. <laughs> Jeremy Renner is amazing in it, and all the characters in that in that story are awesome. But he is like this, you know master of playing tag and he, he it's like <laughs> Hawkeye beating up on <laughs> civilians and I mean there's all these other films that Renner's done where he's like the superhero and it's just kind of I don't know if I want Hawkeye to become comedic did you ever read the old Hawkeye comic when it was just yeah Haw- yeah how was that because I mean I got issue one and then I stopped
1: right it I didn't hang on to that very long uh, I l- I love Jeremy Renner. I love him as Hawkeye. I love the Kate Bishop storylines. I was so excited when he showed up as Ronan. I mean, like, smacking, awesome. smacking Jeremy on the arm. Uh, that's another reason we can't go to the movies. People think I'm abusing my partner. Um, <laughs> I get really excited, and I start uh, so wrong. tapping him on the arm. Uh, so I... I I'm eager to see the fallout from the Ronin. I think that it might have been more interesting if they had done the Ronin storylines running up to Kate Bishop, but...
0: Well, I mean, we're getting Kate Bishop established. They're talking about uh, Maya Lopez coming to play Echo, which is a very crucial character kind of moving forward because that takes on the Ronin persona and actually even played as Daredevil for a while. Linda Cardinale is coming back as Barton's wife and Yelna Belova I always mess her name up uh, who was in the Black Widow evidently is also coming back in this so I wonder if we're going to find out You know, kind of a continuation of the Black Widow story from everything that happened.
1: Remember at the end of Black Widow, though, Val turns up Mm -hmm. and offers Yelena a retribution on the people who allegedly killed Natasha. So I think she may be coming at Clint and coming for Kate. I don't think she's going to be a...
0: Curious. Yeah. So I'm kind of... I'm on board, and I'm excited to see Renner. Um, I'm sure, just even by looking at the trailer, I know it's going to be better than um, Loki. (laughs) There's so
1: much going on with Loki.
0: There is, and I'm sure season two will explain much. I hope so. Love and Thunder. Did
1: you see that Agatha Harkness is getting her own show?
0: I have no idea about that. She's not that strong of a character.
1: I'm fascinated by that. And, and, you know, we talked about it when the show was on. I did not see her coming. <laughs> not at all. It just blindsided me. So I'm kind of, and Catherine Hahn is adorable. Catherine She's Han really is great. good in that, in that role. So I'm really excited about that. But poor Loki. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a deep dive. Like that weird thing with Kang and, and the, 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 oh, my God, what is her name? You know what I mean. The Enchantress? Uh, no, not the Enchantress. The TVA.
0: Oh, judge. The, 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 um, the conductor from the t- uh, train and uh, time bureau and all of that? I think that's the conductor. I don't know. It's been a while. Well, anyway.
1: Anyway, they. Uh, God, why can't I remember her name? Anyway, so that is. That's not a deep dive. For the king's storylines and stuff like that, but it was—I don't know—the whole thing just seemed really clunky to me. Oh. And I enjoyed it, but uh, you know, I think that I think that Sylvie should have been the enchantress over just a Loki variant. I hate that. Um, there were a lot of in the cons that we've done this year there've been a lot of alligator Lokis of rolling around. That's that's really cute. I just I'm not sure what they were trying to do.
0: Well, I mean even Owen Wilson's character Morpheus is kind of a deep dive. Unless you've read the Fantastic 4, right. he really doesn't pop up cuz that's there's a there's a stint in the Fantastic 4 that the Time Bureau actually exists and this not this story, but a story surrounding them takes place.
1: Right, right. So
0: I mean, it is kind of a deep dive, but I just a I don't know if it's mis it's of a misplaced dive or just they there could have been a better explanation, especially when you bring Kang in at the end.
1: Right. Well I've been saying for months that I can't see the forest for the trees. I mean we knew right away when the MCU took off after that first Iron Man movie, we knew right away what they were doing. Oh, yeah. They were bringing in Thanos. We were going to have the Infinity War. They were going to bring in most of the Avengers lineup. um, And that was very clear. I don't see what they're doing here. I don't understand where they're going. Um,
0: And maybe when we finally get, like, an official... We're still dealing with Fallout. Right. I mean, we still have no idea what the next arc is going to be and i guess it's we will figure that out when we get strange or spider-man no way home
1: yeah i don't i don't know i don't know i can't i can't see what's going on i'm excited to see these the evolution of this and to see how they tie things together but right now i don't see how they go together per se
0: i don't either and speaking of not seeing the forest for the trees why the last man has been canceled by fx this comes as no surprise to me at all. <laughs> this has been a horrible show. I have given it every bit, every intestinal fortitude that I possibly could, and it is just, it is, it is, it has just fallen short.
1: I haven't seen it.
0: Brian K. Vaughn is probably pissed because this isn't the story that he wanted to right. tell. I, don't, I can't believe that this is the story that he would want to tell.
1: Well, let's end on that since it's a terrible show, apparently. Saga's coming back.
0: You, you, did you look at my screen from over there? Did
1: you see no, that? No, no, no. I just, you said Brian K. on, and I love I love the work that he and Fiona have done. Just look at
0: that. It's I love right
1: Saga. I love Saga.
0: So January of 2022, we will have the return of Saga with issue number 55. It looks like the family is finally back together. I have no fucking clue where the story is at this point. <laughs> I don't think we've seen Saga for, what, a year and a half? I think it's been longer. Two years? I'm going to have to go back and read, like, all this shit.
1: 49 issues.
0: Oh, my God. I mean, (laughs) I could probably get by with starting in the 20s because I I read the first 10, 12 issues a couple times. Right. Because it was just such a great story. It is
1: such a great story. It is a great story.
0: And uh, Fiona does some amazing work. Uh, The covers are always very inspired.
1: They are. We've got. um, We haven't put them up since we moved three years ago, but we've got a couple of the The art prints that she did um, from when she was at Denver Comic Con Mm -hmm. and, unfortunately, overwhelmed by the sea of nerds. Well,
0: I mean, this was (laughs) still when Saga was very, very fresh, very new. I don't. I don't think. I don't even think they had hit issue 12 by the time that no, Fiona was no, no, here. No.
1: It was very early it in the run. It was still
0: early and everybody was clamoring. I I mean I got my Sagas Sagas 1 and 2 signed. Right. Uh by Fiona and I mean she was great. She she hung out at the time warp table. Yeah. yeah. Did a special signing at our table uh, and it was it was just a lengthy line. It felt like we had, you know, J. Scott Campbell sitting there. And it was it was inspiring and it was fun and it was energetic. And of course everyone is just like, Tell us more about Saga and she's right. like, I have no idea, Brian. Brian's right. in charge.
1: I wonder if they knew I mean of course Of course he knows. They knew they say that they know now, but do they know in that moment Like, when he sent the script to her to do the draw, like, did they know what it was going to be to people?
0: She says yes, because I asked her that very same question. And knowing Brian had been on such a long hiatus since Y to Saga. And, I mean, he's done stuff in between, smattering, lost, and shit like that. Right, right. Um, But.
1: That weird Canadian one. What is that Canadian one? It's post-apocalyptic, and everybody flees to Canada I don't remember. Our last stand, or we stand, or maybe we stand. Yeah. Anyway.
0: Um. But she says yes. Yeah. And I, I, I don't think Brian is used to. I don't want to say failure, but I think he, I think he's really used to like he puts out hits. He right. generates some solid right. shit. <laughs> and it is a great read. If you have not watched Saga, it is I, I would say an opus of science fiction. Uh mythology um just uh, metaphysical i mean it is there's it so incredible. much in that and it story hit,
1: it hit right at the right moment it i don't did. i don't think that saga even as it is now could have come along at any other time it had to be it had to be that time and that place and it's just it's such an incredible comic it brought me back to comics i was so bored Because we were just rehashing the same old Mm -hmm. stories over and over again. And then here comes Saga. And it's totally new. And it's totally different. And it's just incredible. It's hands down one of my favorites.
0: Well, and I remember because the comic launched in 2012. 2012, yes. 2012. And people were all enraged because the cover has her breastfeeding the kid. I mean, nothing is exposed. No, no, no. And I mean, people were just flying like, "What is that? Ah. Overfeeding
1: the baby? Yes. Let's let's let's
0: <laughs>
1: hold that for hold, a minute. Hold people that in were the front of your head. angry because a mother was feeding her baby
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: in an illustration. Yes, on a comic book.
0: Yep. And it wasn't it wasn't perverse, it wasn't anything, it no. was it was and it, it really does fit into the story and if you read the comic, you're like wow. I mean, there are just there's so many elements to this comic. I hope they never make this a series.
1: Right. Because there's
0: just no way in fuck they're no, gonna be able no, to no, pull no. this off.
1: The year that Fiona came to D C C there was a couple who had just had a baby. Right. And they were dressed as Marco, Alana, and Hazel. <laughs> and it brought tears to my eyes. I mean, I almost hurtled the table in the booth to get to them. And we were taking pictures. And, uh, oh, my God, it was just incredible. They looked incredible. And the whole thing was just, it was spot on.
0: Uh, lots of fans are excited to see the return of Saga. One person even wrote, oh, my goodness, this gave me goosebumps. Uh, there may have been also some tears. Uh, I'm kind of I- with that. Uh, another oh, person yeah. wrote, brilliant, immersive in character, simple yet brilliant concept, great writing, which is what Brian K. Vaughan does. Uh, and the last comment that came across that I thought was inspiring was uh, a plucky attempt to generate interest in the possibility uh, uh, of and you know it's 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 great. I think um, this really does capture kind of like hopefulness. It does, and it exposes a lot of frailties and flaws in people without directly talking to it. Because I mean, in the story, you've got one that's suffering from addiction, right? Uh, one that severe like personal issues right. and body image issues, and and the kid who's just a kid. And it, it is it is really, I don't know, it's really well put together. If you have not w- read Saga, watch Saga. If you have not read Saga, pick go, up the first trade. Go get it now. Go get it now. I know that they are being re-released. If you can't find them at your local bookstore, they are available online.
1: Oh, yes.
0: I'm hoping. No, we won't see anything. Because when we go to Emerald City, they won't have anything at all. Because it doesn't land till January 26, according yeah. to my information. Damn yeah, it. It will
1: be, we'll yeah. be a couple weeks too early. To oh, write.
0: it's available on Kendall and Apple Books. Amazon Kendall. Okay. <laughs> Go get it. Uh, what else did I have? Oh, two things. Have you seen the guy doing the Robin Williams impersonation?
1: Yes. And I wish they would stop sending links to that to his daughter. It is weird. Yeah.
0: That's a little rude. But this isn't the first time this guy has actually been in the light. He, I remember him doing like a channel that was dedicated to Robin Williams when Robin Williams was still alive. And Robin Williams was very complimented. He was like, wow, you've got everything right. down. So I don't know. There is no film coming out. There is no documentary or anything, uh, according to sources, when I uh, pulled this to begin with. I think what this is is an attempt... To kind of um, get people to uh, to check it out, to kind of get people in in on it. He, so I don't I don't know.
1: He is very good. Um,
0: he is it's, very good. It's, it's, it's scary good. It is
1: scary good. Um, and I hope that his talent isn't wasted. It must be very alarming for um, Robin Williams' family to get these links, though. Yeah. Uh, because his death was so sad.
0: His death was very sad, and his <laughs> will is very, um, very sp- specific in this regard: of do not bring me back, do not use my likeness, do right. not, do not, do not, do not. Because I think in Robin's mind, when when he checked out, that's it. Yeah, the show is over.
1: And I I agree with that. I think that I think like. The holograms of Prince and Tupac—I think that's interesting, but maybe not true to the kind of performers they were.
0: Right, especially like Michael Jackson. I mean, when they did the hologram right. of him, I'm like, "Come on, guys, let's 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 move forward." It,
1: yeah, it's sad, but maybe we should. We don't—they don't owe us anymore. No, they didn't owe us anything anyway. But they certainly don't owe us as after they've gone. No,
0: and the family members. I mean. Give them, give them peace. Right. Let them have their closure. Right. They lost their dad. I mean, I would be just like, Ooh, you know? <laughs> Sorry, why, I do to laugh at that. No, you but it's true. You just made this funny
1: face when you did that.
0: <laughs> why would you oh, my do God. this? I mean, because that's all I can think of is, is right. open up this email and it's a flash of someone acting like your dad. And you're like,
1: why would you well, do this to Well, <laughs> weirdly, I can speak to that. Um, my grandfather, my dad's father was a professional performer. He was a musician and a guitar player. Right. And, um, we don't, there's been some stuff that came up. We don't own his master recordings, which is kind of problematic. And, um, but after my grandpa died, we have, we have some of his music digitized and, okay. uh, he came out on shuffle one day when I was driving like a month oh, wow. Yeah, I just had my iPod in the car, and it just went to his song. And I had to stop the car. It's alarming. When you're grieving. Well, and and, you don't expect it. Right, right. You're just minding your own business, and you open your email or your iPod shuffles. It's alarming. Right. And it's upsetting. And... Um, certainly not to the same degree as Robin Williams family, but I get it. No, it's-
0: absolutely. Cause I mean, I've seen this guy do like he was doing a Mrs. Doubtfire for a while. Uh, he had done a couple of other, uh, I think he, was it hook? I think he was doing a hook. Yeah. But to see this performance as Mork and Mindy and how, um, how dead on it is. I mean, I think it's great. The man has skills obviously to impersonate Robin Williams, hopefully he can he can apply that to something else
1: right right um and this i it's not his fault that people are sending clips to robin williams family he has nothing to do with it he's just um he's just performing and doing a great job at Mm -hmm. that performance but i agree with you i hope that he can apply that in a more fruitful venture yeah
0: because man's got skills obviously maybe he can do another impersonation of someone else someone else i don't know Maybe?
1: Maybe he should do his own thing. Maybe, Maybe he should find his own path.
0: <laughs> Not in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you kidding? Uh, what else? Uh, last bit of news for today. Um, if you, The last piece actually to come out of the DC fandom was the Gotham Knights uh, trailer for the new Batman game. Now, if you missed the info on this, and I know we've talked about it, but it's been a while. I mean, this story broke the video game like over a year ago um but the rundown is batman is dead uh he flat right out just is dead and they find out batman's identity and everything oh my god it, everybody's on the run basically right uh criminal in the world uh has swept the streets of gotham city it is now up to batman's family batgirl nightwing red hood and robin to protect gotham the original trailer that, that came out for this was batman's final message to the team like right. if you're getting this. Obviously, I'm dead. Right. And you're getting in the trailer basically this rundown of what um, they're, they're recovering a body from a cave-in, and it looks to be the Batman, and upon further review, Batman is Bruce Wayne.
1: I mean, that's the loosest well, hidden identity on Earth. Yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it builds very well into the trailer that we saw for DC Fandom as we see gameplay and trailer for what seems to be the Court of Owls is behind it. Oh, wow. So you have Nightwing having a very interesting conversation with Cobblepot. Right,
1: right. And,
0: and, and, and Penguin is sitting there, and he's doing the voiceover and the intro into this trailer, and he's basically telling Nightwing, if you go down this rabbit hole, you're not coming back. And it's very interesting because it's a very civilized conversation. Nightwing isn't beating the shit out of him, right? And and it is it is a very to the point conversation of if you're going down this road, kid,
1: you're yeah, you're, you're, you're not you're on your own. You're
0: on your own. They're they're listening. They've oh seen everything. And the gameplay looks great. I don't care for the Batgirl costume because I think it's the derpy one that I just I freaking hate that 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 girly batgirl costume that right. they had during the new 52 I, I uh i just the light blue and the yellow and the little no yeah um i didn't care too much for that costume however red hood nightwing looks spot on uh robin it looks like it's damien in his kind of oh. modified robin costume so i don't That's know where i don't know where tim drake right, is Right. um but it's obviously barbara Todd, uh, Damien, and Nightwing.
1: Very interesting.
0: I'm excited. The gameplay looks spectacular for this.
1: So, y- you know that my video game experience is pretty much Animal Crossing, <laughs> <laughs> which I love. Y-
0: yes, by the way. I, I am um, aware. So,
1: is this like a puzzle game? Is it like Breath of the Wild where it's just an open world and you just go? Is it a fighting game, an FPS?
0: Excellent question. It's almost as if you could see my monitor from over there. (laughs) I can't, though. (laughs) Gotham Knights is an open-world action RPG set in the most dynamic and interactive Gotham City yet. It is either solo play with uh, one other hero, patrol Gotham's five district boroughs, and drop in on criminal activity wherever you find it.
1: Okay, so like Breath of the Wild... Kind Legends of. of Zelda, yeah.
0: I mean it really does sound like um the Arkham games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh that they did, which were a tremendous hit for me. Uh I bought every collector's edition for all of those games and don't regret spending a single penny of it. <laughs> I even on that shitty statue at the end that was not supposed <laughs> to be a statue. Pissed off.
1: I like games. I'm not a huge gamer. Like, I'm still playing Final Fantasy VII and not the new one. You know what? There's
0: nothing wrong with that. It's perfectly acceptable.
1: Right, right. I just... I dig Legend of Zelda. I've got, like, three Nintendo emulators. Uh, Jesus. Yeah. Like, I'm... I don't know that we only had two games for our Nintendo when I was a kid, or three. We had Contra, Top Gun, and Super Mario Brothers, 2. And so, like that was that was my formative gaming experience. Um, and I just never really got away from that. I love I love those Nintendo emulators, playing those old eight <laughs> bit games. They're great.
0: They um, they're, they're I I'm I'm excited about this game. I mean, I know they. Probably knee-deep in Guardians, because Guardians right. is still probably going to be consuming me at that point. But Because I think it's January? I don't have the date in front of me. Doot, 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 for the game.
1: What platforms is it on? All platforms. All?
0: Mhm. All of them. And I didn't think to write down the damn date. Oh, well. It'll be out when it's out. How about that? All right. <laughs> I know that pre-orders are not being taken right now at uh, GameStop because I was in there the other day buying action figures. No, I just I was just in there. I was But
1: next game. week you can pre order the Animal Crossing DLC. L <laughs> C
0: so don't, into I it. I Don't get Animal Crossing. I mean it's cutesy, it's fun, but I don't I don't it's not it's not for me.
1: Well again, my my whole thing is, is cute, so Yes. Yeah. I love a big, it.
0: Big happy bag of cute over there. Yay. Uh, that kinda wraps up this week. Yep. Um we will be back you won't be back next week. I
1: won't be back next week. I will be Getting ready for Fan Expo Denver.
0: You have a lot in front of you. You have Fan Expo, but you're not doing Rocky Mountain Con with me the following weekend.
1: I mean, I can go and hang out, but we don't have a booth there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah.
0: But that's okay. You yeah. can hang out. We can hang out. Red would like the company because she, right. she always gets t- she, <laughs> she gets frustrated when I table with her because I always get pulled off to other things other comments other conversations or i need to go talk to someone or i'm setting something up for the podcast or doing an interview lord knows what i'll do but red's always like you never stay at the table
1: (laughs) meanwhile i bring mimosas and (laughs) we start drinking and heckling people
0: (laughs) what do you i mean not that mimosas (laughs) in the planter but i mean we've got we've got wine stashed at the table in all sorts of places but we we no longer have it under the star lord helmet because everybody figured that one out and we came oh. we came back one afternoon and the the box was empty. We're like, "Holy crap, who drank all of this?" They didn't this? even
1: refill it?
0: No. I have
1: I have no My kid when my kid went through that yeah. raiding the liquor store liquor cabinet phase, he right. didn't refill the bottles. And I don't get that. Like maybe when I was that age, my boyfriend was in his 20s. And so if I drank all my mom's booze, I would make him go to the store and get me another bottle and put it back so it wouldn't get caught.
0: Yeah, no, that makes so, perfect sense to me.
1: Right. I mean, I wasn't drinking alcohol underage. That never happened. I didn't.
0: No. <laughs> not happened. Don't know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah, I haven't been drinking since the age of 12.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we're doing FanEx. We're doing I've got a personal mission the next... The very next day after we close Fanax, I'll be gone for two days. Then we'll, you and me and Jeremy are going to Seattle yeah, so right after p- Thanksgiving. Yeah.
0: So we won't have, well, we'll be back in on November, maybe. maybe, maybe, maybe before we do the trip.
1: Let's do it from the road.
0: Oh my God. <laughs> Poor Jeremy.
1: We'll, we'll podcast from the rental car. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> Jeremy's going to go out of his mind on that one. <laughs>
1: What the fuck is wrong with you guys oh uh, yeah let's let's test the limits of jeremy's patience by podcasting. i don't want to start
0: it that early on the way there <laughs> by the time we get back he's gonna be like you fuckers can just walk right.
1: <laughs> we'll have to take up a collection to get home from seattle
0: <laughs> how much is a gray hound these days Gotta hope i make some money on this trip
1: if you see us hitchhiking through idaho or wyoming pick us up
0: busted nerd headed for colorado <laughs> There you go. And on that bombshell, we shall say goodbye. (laughs) In the meantime, run fast, laugh hard, and always be kind. Good night.